welcome to Play on K, the Korean drama podcast with Emily and Raquel. And this is the show where we take a K-drama, we watch it three episodes at a time, and then we get together here every week to talk about it. Yes, this week we watched the final three episodes of Business Proposal. Oh my god. Oh, It's weird that it's over. I it's- don't want it to be. <laughs> yeah. I usually say the opposite. I usually say shows should have been shorter. I think this one should have been longer. I think we could have used a couple more episodes of just filler, just reply 1988 style. Like, what? Are, what is everybody up to? How's life? Yeah, what are they doing? Can we see their weddings? Can we see their respective weddings? Can we see... Um, can we see, like, how the relationship develops between Grandpa and Hari? Can we see how the relationship develops between Taemu and Hari's da- dad? Um, I want to see I what wa- Sung-hoon does after his year off. Like, does he yeah. actually go back to work for Taemu? Is, or is he kind of like, I just want to be brothers now. I want to do my own thing. I'm ready to be brothers. And also, I am... No, my my wife's assistant. I help yeah. her in her business. <laughs> I'm a professional assistant to my loved ones. I was going to say that, and I was like, I don't want that for him. <laughs> <laughs> I want him to be a trophy husband and just be like, I have a bunch of money from investing in my wife's business, so yeah. I am financially secure, even if anything does happen to either of us. But yes. I mostly just hang out and support my wife. Yeah. Like, I'm a venture capitalist who, okay, sorry. Never mind, I don't want that. (laughs) Yeah. There is, um, I also don't want that for him. I want him to be a stay-at-home, whatever he wants. Maybe they want kids, maybe they don't. Stay-at-home, cool guy. guy. (laughs) Stay-at-home, cool guy. That's what I want for him. Yes, take a break. (laughs) I want him to know what family is, not just work like he called that guy grandpa in the last episode i cried that was the only time i cried which (laughs) felt odd but i was like he needed this and he can't go back to the way things were that's not okay yeah but we don't know we're just left we don't know we don't get to just see him building little houses wait sorry actually i have a question okay I'm either unhinged or spot on, and I need you to tell me. Okay. Did her business have to do with the tiny little dollhouses? I thought is he that was just building his... a model of her business. Oh, he was building a pose to like an architect or someone. Okay. Okay. I can see that. I didn't know what it was. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. I made a lot of assumptions. It could just be a hobby. I assumed that he was helping with her business and was like, we needed to bring this to the project proposal team and show them what we're working with. That would be wild. I would love it, but like, I've never heard of someone having to build their own model, like, <laughs> like their mock-up of their the building they want for their business to propose to like to the construction team (laughs) that's fair i feel like usually that's the architect's job is to build the little (laughs) models which even then i don't know if that's an architect's job i know they do it because i've seen it in k-dramas yes yep i've seen it in k-dramas and the haunting of hill house (laughs) (laughs) so i'm pretty sure they do it and not just for fun 
<laughs> so that's where my mind went. But maybe he just does it for fun. Maybe that's his thing, which cool. They never like hinted at that either, which is wild. So yeah, I am more confused than ever. Maybe there were a million context clues that tell tells us actually what he's doing and we've made up like three separate scenarios. <laughs> Oh, the only thing I, that I looked up was the tea, and I wasted all my time on that. I did not look up his mini model making. I <laughs> should have done more research for this show. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I Sung Hoon is a mystery wrapped in an enigma. <laughs> wrapped in a fine body. Okay. <laughs> He's he looks good doing guy, it. Okay, he's so cute. His dimples. Are you oh kidding me? Oh my god! Get out of here. Those are so cute. I loved Hadi's parents just being immediately smitten with him. Perfection. He deserves that. He does. Like immediately, he does the the perfect. Unless your dad is Young So's dad. He is the perfect boyfriend to bring <laughs> home to the parents. Iconic. Okay, I love him. Mm -hmm. I really, really liked the ending with Young So's dad. I thought it was going to get a lot messier and he was going to be a lot more involved. But I liked that he tried to make a play to be like, I want her in my life, but not him. She saw right through it and then just cut ties. And that's that's where we're at. That's where we end. Yes, I loved the like the move for independence on her part. That her, a lot of her background storyline outside of her romance with Sung Hoon has been her figuring out how to have a checking account, how to live in her own apartment, how to live without dad's credit card. And I liked that the finale of her storyline with her dad and her family and her job and everything was her saying, I have to be out. I have to be out of this because um, I can. I'm strong enough to do it. I know that I can. I'll prove you wrong. And I can't have you doing this to the people I love. Like you have only tried to control what I do my whole life and I've got to go. Yeah. And I... I don't know. I usually prefer a happy ending. It's what I wanted, obviously, but I like that this was that in such a different way. It was a happy ending in that she became strong enough to cut ties with someone who was her everything. Yeah. And like that was beautiful in its own way. Yeah. And I think that it was really well handled that she wasn't like, and I feel so much better that her conversation with Sung Hoon was like, that was really hard and I feel terrible and it's my birthday and I I wanted I wanted it to play out differently, but this is how it had to be. So Yeah. I like that. And I also like that that's where it was left, where I worried that that would become another kind of miscommunication moment for this couple where he says, okay, then I've got to make it work with her father. I'll bring him back in the loop personally. Yeah. And because I imagine it would be crushing to watch the person you love just fall apart over cutting ties with someone and not feel like you should do something, not feel like it was your fault in some way, being like, she chose me over him. Yeah. But it's 
it's so healthy of him to be like, it's not. It was not me or him. It was him making a lot of choices over a lot of years that got himself cut from her life. Yes. Oh, that's so beautiful. So healthy. And he just held her. And you know what else I really liked about that entire scene was her pantsuit, which will live in my head (laughs) forever. Her jumper, her pantsuit. It's like both a suit suit and a pantsuit. Yes. I am obsessed with that thing. (laughs) I need it and I want it. And I look really good in that. I, the thing is, is there is a part of me that looked at it and said, I would look like a potato in that. (laughs) But I still love it and I want it for me. I want to, I want to aim for that specifically. (laughs) I don't even go anywhere that I could wear a pantsuit. I'm not a business person. I, my, my uniform that I wear to work every day. This pair of cotton shorts that I slept in and a hoodie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't need the suit, but you'd still look nice in it. You would yeah. rock it. I would wear it somewhere. I would find exactly one occasion to wear that too. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it'd be perfect. I would make someone in my life renew their vows, or I would... <laughs> <laughs> We'd start celebrating our each other's and other friends' birthdays again, just to be like, <laughs> I need to wear this somewhere in like celebrate people's birthdays in a pantsuit pantsuit Uh is the new birthday outfit (laughs) (laughs) pantsuit is the new birthday suit everybody okay (laughs) get them suits on (laughs) oh you look so good in it i hope you get that it's probably ten thousand dollars i don't know at least at least I love that she complains about money all the time. And I was like, you're probably making 12 grand a month and spending 10 of it on a new outfit that you wear every day. (laughs) And you look gorgeous. It's paying off. It's paying in dividends. But I can see (laughs) on you where your money is going. Yes. And that is fine. But it is a financial choice. Okay. It is a choice you've made. And to be honest... I would rather spend $400 on fried chicken. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, that's the choice. That's the choice we all have to make. What are you going to spend that money on? Fried chicken or pantsuits? You got to (laughs) choose. We keep picking chicken. And I think that says says a lot about us. And that's probably a good thing. There's two kinds of people in this world. People who spend $400 on pantsuits and people who spend $400 on fried chicken. And I know who what camp I'm in. <laughs> I know who I am. <laughs> oh, so cute. I liked her ending. I liked Cha Sung Hoon's ending. Mm-hmm. Very good. Did you like the secret hop in the taxi, follow that car all yeah. the way to the orphanage? <laughs> I did because it felt consistently ridiculous in in terms of like this show in its funniest moments is just ridiculous. And it I is. that's what it felt like. Just being like, you haven't apologized yet and you're just hanging out having a boys day. I don't think so. <laughs> Absolutely not. We will follow you. We are. And by we, I mean, young so will follow you. <laughs> And Hari will be a homie because she always is for Young So. 
but also if she doesn't get her butt in this car in about two seconds, I will pull away. Yes. I will be leaving without you, so. (laughs) Get in the car. Let's go. Are we doing a heist or are we not doing a heist? (laughs) We're doing a heist. Get in the car. Oh, the psychosis. It's like, yeah, it's just played for kicks and it was, it. it's all's well that ends well, you know? It did not feel quite right as a way to find out these two men's backstories, but they found out and that's nice. That felt good. Yeah. I just had a recovered memory while we were talking about that. Not recovered memory, just like a moment from the show that... I hadn't thought about too much until just this moment. And then I was like, oh, maybe I could have used a little bit more about that character. And that character is her brother who had a whole plot line where he stole money from their parents' cash register to go. I didn't even pay super close attention to what he was doing. It felt like he was going to a concert or something. Yeah, it sounded like his friends just asked him to come out and he was like, no, I'm broke. And they were like, but this one chick will be there. And he's like, I'll be there. Yeah. That's all we get. He stole money and that was all just the, all right, but that's how he'll be the one to figure out about the relationship first, but then he can't say anything because they have dirt on each other. They have sibling dirt on each other, but I'm still like a little stressed about the stealing money thing. Now that we're, now that I'm thinking about it, that's where I'm like, I think I needed more from that storyline where we say, Hey, don't do that. (laughs) That's That's not okay. That's so problematic. (laughs) Because somebody called Hadi and was like, your cash is gone from the cash register. So somebody else knows. I wasn't clear who that person was. But like, yeah, there's a lot of moving parts involved. You just stole not just your parents' cash, but like the business's cash. Yeah, the family business. That's not cool. Yeah, I, like you said, I did not even put that in my memory bank at all. <laughs> completely forgot about it. It was just to get the four lovebirds to work and then have the parents interrupt and then have the families meet Cha Sung Hoon. It was like it all flowed so well that you don't even remember what happened to ignite all of this. That was a thing about this show is that they did such a good job with these plot lines that flow from one thing to the next where is it absurd that he ends up locked in a cabinet in her childhood bedroom absolutely but we saw how it all played out i don't think he had to be in the cupboard necessarily (laughs) (laughs) the whole time yeah feels like he could have like hidden in the bed or mm-hmm. something. Um, that's probably what I would have done. Is it a great hiding spot? No, but is it comfy? Yes, significantly more so than a cupboard. And who's gonna look? Like the dad came in there once, unannounced. You flip those covers over your head, and he's not scanning the room. He's going yeah. straight for the cupboard, getting the alcohol, and leaving. Yeah, it was quick. It was quick. He's not looking for lumps in the bed. It's the perfect hiding spot. I kind of figured it out. <laughs> Take a nap. <laughs> Just <laughs> Look at be your phone under the covers like you're 13 again. Yeah, I do. I still do that as an adult if I want to read at night on my phone and I don't want to phone small son 
blast Craig <laughs> in the face while he's trying to sleep. That's kind of you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I think he's been really confused about what I've been doing a couple of times, and I'm always just like, obviously, I'm reading, clearly. <laughs> reading important stuff, okay? <laughs> Documents and things. Documents from work. <laughs> just like Temu, I'm a go-getter. I'm, I'm a exceptional. I am the top researcher of my reading material. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, did you love the speech that Shinhari gave when Grandpapa told her you can either go work as an assembly line worker or you can resign? And she was like, hell no. Yeah, uh, she solidified herself as probably my top three favorite protagonists in a K-drama in that moment. I was so proud of her. I was so, I was elated. <laughs> that that played out the way that it did where she was like that's a problem like this would be a huge injustice if you tried to play it out the way that you just proposed i am so proud of her i'm immensely proud of her i was pissed at the grandpa through oh a significant God. amount of these episodes yeah terrible and they would play quirky music every time he did something, so it felt like it was supposed to be a silly moment. And I was like, no, he's being a problem. He yeah. is not acting okay. Yeah, it's like he's being knowingly manipulative. He is, uh, I'm pretty sure, I don't, like, I obviously we've never known the laws regarding, you know, how people can act in their businesses. In Korea specifically, like I can't even pin that down in the States, let alone Korea, but it feels really illegal to try and dismiss an employee because you don't want your grandson to date her when your grandson is the president of the company. That is, that feels really illegal. That feels like a lawsuit waiting to happen. Yeah, it's hard because it feels like it's only illegal if they sue so you can do anything you want to poor people. Yeah. Yep. That's because the, that's the problem. Yeah. <laughs> and see, and that's why it's so terrible. He had all of the power and he was flexing it because he was throwing a fit about the origins of their relationship. Oh my god. That like he liked her. He used to like her. Yep. And I get it. It takes time to get over the lie, but yeah, it felt so unreasonable to be so upset for significantly longer than Kang Temu was upset for. Like, yeah. you were not <laughs> involved. You were not so closely involved that you get to be upset for this long. Yeah. And, yeah. And the way he was trying to control his grandson, the way he was trying to make her feel like she had no options and she was the problem, and she was the bad guy in this situation, when multiple times Kang Mu was like, I made her do this. Uh-huh. Oh, it was, yeah. Grandpa's whole storyline was really, really weird, and I don't love where it was left off. Mm -mm. But it's, it's fine. It's kind of for the best that he just disappeared. Yeah. Yeah, I really struggled with how it left off that there was no acknowledgement of what a problem he was being i feel like that's such a thing in k-dramas where it's like well that's my elder so 
they've earned the right to be a problem. They've lived in this world for however many years. And it's like, yeah, but you can still be toxic. Like, yeah. Um, and you shouldn't be, but you can and should be called out for it. Yeah. I think mostly with the demotion, I wish Kante Mu had gotten more involved and had some sort of discussion with the grandfather about how that's not okay. Because I get it. I get the grandfather being like, this is a company and the press around this and the mere existence of your relationship is not okay as it were right now. As it stands, things are not good. We're going to have to figure something out. But yeah, it's absurd to be like, and I have found the one and only solution and it's to fire her. So <laughs> everyone's welcome. Business saved. Psychotic. Not Absolutely okay. psychotic. Yeah. I yeah. And I wish that the TV show thing had come more into play. I don't get why he watched the Shingumi TV show for this entire drama. We saw so many scenes of him watching it. And it never came back. It never came to him being like, am I being like all these other people? Am I being the psychotic, very, very rich person with a lot of power, just trying to abuse a person who is of lower economic status? Nope. Yeah, I thought that that was going to be the thing that did it. And then when that didn't happen, I was like, well, I wanted him to be a fly on the wall during the conversation between Taemu and Hari's dad. That was beautiful. That almost made me cry. Yeah, that was the closest I got to crying. That uh, in the whole K-drama, that really hit me in the feels. Oh. Cuz as a parent, you just that's the nightmare to not be able to fulfill your children's dreams. Oh, but they're so honest with each other. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if it would have helped. I feel like Grandpa was too far gone at that point to even appreciate what that family was experiencing. Didn't feel like he was in the mood for poor people. Yeah, he was. And uh, after all of the scenes of him watching that show, I know we're coming back to the show, but so many scenes (laughs) and him being like, that's not how rich people are. And then he has the whole scene where he goes out to look at the fields where the food is grown or whatever. And the one guy is like, we could build hotels here and da 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 And he has this big, I'm not like other rich people moment. Um, I'm a cool rich person. <laughs> <laughs> Where he goes, that's the problem with you rich people. You think you can just take whatever you want and do whatever you want. And that's not how... It- there were so many times where he was supposed to be like the champion of the people. And then he didn't at all. The ball. Absolutely. Yeah, the, the whole last couple episodes is just him being the complete opposite of what he said he wanted to be. Yeah. Because I think it starts with him being blindsided by her lies. But eventually we have to acknowledge that he's just mad that she's poor. Yeah. Yeah. And that's it. That's all he's against is the class difference. Yeah. And like, even if we try to excuse that, it it's like he's still behaving in a really controlling way. He's making her feel bad about herself. He's so it does feel very much about the class difference because he is using his power as a rich people, as a rich person to, to get control rid of her. her life. Yeah. To get her out of his 
his rich grandson's life. It's insane. When she is both the person that his grandson loves and an exceptional employee, and he wants her gone in both of those aspects. Bro, for what? For what reason? Yeah. Well, and then they just end it. (laughs) And then they just end it, and that's all we really get. That was, that felt very, if they were to have a couple more episodes, I feel like they could have snuck at least one more in and given us uh, a more real conclusion for him other than just he gets sick and doesn't have to deal with the consequences of being a tyrant. I (laughs) did not love that for a lot of reasons. <laughs> Mostly just I don't love a time jump in a romance, especially when it's going well. Like, I guess big spoilers for Oh My Venus. It's a kind of old show, so it feels okay. Mm-hmm. They do that. I thought they were going to do that between episode 10 and 11 when Kong Mu gets in the car crash. I was like, oh, oh yeah. no. This is so Oh My Venus. We're getting into big spoilers here. But basically, (laughs) male lead goes off and is like, I need to focus on my health. And then doesn't come back for like seven years. It's a long time. Genuinely, (laughs) I guess I'm scarred from that because I thought Kong Temu was going to go through the same thing and be like, we are going to have to figure this out with time. And mostly (laughs) by we, I mean you alone because I will be in a hospital in Belgium. So yes. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah, good luck with my insane grandpa. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I appreciate that they didn't do that. But then episode 12, they turned around and they were like, we will have a time jump. They will be separated purely just because we want them to be. It yeah. didn't really fix anything, though. It didn't feel like... She had she had the exact same position in the company. It didn't feel like she would be more protected when the chairman's grandson came back, took back the CEO position, and they started dating officially. Like, still weird, guys. Nothing is different in the right ways. It's the same thing. Gone. Yeah, it's the same thing. And <sighs> this it feels really callous to say out loud. But it really is the same thing in the sense that also Grandpa's still alive. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He, like, maybe gave his blessing, but part of me, especially since Kong Temu was like, I came back alone, he can find his own way home, <laughs> was like, this doesn't sound like you're on the best of terms. Um, <laughs> yeah. I think you're lying about the proposal. That's cynical. <laughs> He's probably not. Hopefully. Maybe. He is. Absolutely. (laughs) Grandpa still holds a grudge. (sighs) Just leave him in America, I guess. Yeah. Feels like he'd do really well as a rich person in America, the way he's behaving. He'll do great. He'll thrive there. (laughs) Just leave him. And also, maybe figure out a different job for Shinhadi. Because I know this is like her dream job, and we love that for her. But it just feels... Like, there will always be that conflict of interest. We need to figure something else out. You guys can't work in the same building with her, like, three direct reports below you. Yeah. I think what really gets to me is that no one acknowledged how bad things... He... Everyone's like, oh, that was really hard for you when she had to deal with all these rumors going around that she isn't actually that good at her job and, you know, she had her team to defend her or whatever. But 
sort of. When push came to shove, yes. But they I did make it. sure to make her feel bad. And I was like, <laughs> eh. Yeah, it sucked when she walked in and they were like, we hate you now. I was like, oh, wow, you guys turned on her really fast. You didn't even ask yeah, a single like, question. Like, were you sleeping with Minwoo while we were working with him? It was, you're just like, we believed everything we've read in the past 24 hours and we hate you now. Yeah. You are cheating on the president. You are a problem. You, yeah. They, like, no one acknowledged in the moment when it really mattered that everyone needed to kind of just leave off of her because she did nothing wrong. Everyone just kind of assumed she did something wrong, but then still came to her defense. And that really bugged me. That's that real bad with me. And then even Kong Tae Mu gets out of the hospital and is like, I can't, uh, she had to go through all that alone. This is terrible. I'm so sorry. But no one actually, I don't know. I don't know what the right action would be, but I'm really struggling with the fact that she had her name dragged through the mud and there was nothing that truly rectified that. Nothing really confronted the fact that she totally deserved every award that she ever got, but everyone now was just saying she got it because she was sleeping with the president and no one acknowledged that she had contributed significant research and product ideas to the company because now she's just the woman who was cheating on the president of the company with the chef that she had hired and no one acknowledged that she is like the perfect employee and has always been the perfect employee. And she's having all this, sh this, her name dragged through the mud and all of her accomplishments taken away from her in the hearts and mind of the company. And I, that, that didn't sit, sit right with me, but here I am talking about it for 10 minutes on my podcast. So I guess that's enough. <laughs> this is all we get sometimes. And. <laughs> We will take it. We will take it and do with it what we will. I see that. I think that is one of the things that I wanted more episodes for. Because, yeah, we get the one-year time skip. There's been a little bit of a reorg. But like I said, she's in the exact same position. Everybody who was on her team before is just on another team. It's like nothing has changed. They try and convince you that stuff has changed. But to your point, nothing is better. And that's hard being like, it's been a year though. It's a time jump, but it's nothing's better. Jump. Everything's still the same. Nothing has changed. It's a pointless time jump. It's just a time <laughs> jump to pass some time. Yeah. And she was alone. Like she was more alone now. Because also all we get is their long distance relationship. We get one phone call that's really bad. <laughs> that's all we get to go off of? Are you kidding yeah. me? I hated it for its own sake. Sorry, sidebar. But I loved Hamin being the overprotective, maybe a little bit overreactive little brother who's like, <gasps> think with your brain for two seconds. He's obviously cheating on you. <laughs> Not helpful, but very sweet in its own way. <laughs> kind of rude, but also thanks for having my back. Should yeah. we kill him? If Should he did, we kill him? <laughs> I'm going to New York right now. You are right. Like, I love that. Love that for both of you. Yep. And maybe he had a turnaround in the last year. Maybe he doesn't steal anymore. Maybe he just plots how to kill the president of Go Foods. <laughs> 
if he ever cheats on my sister, I will go full healer. Like that is my that is my character arc. We love it. Go hum in. Why not? I see that for him. Oh. Um what did I feel like we're working our way we talked about all of the best endings and we're working our way back. What did we think about the ending with Minwoo and Yura, because that was... As good as it was going to get. Yeah, yeah. I didn't mind Minwoo's ending. I'm furious that Yura didn't... Why is it that everyone who acted like a shit didn't get a single consequence? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, her consequence is that her whole life was a lie and that nobody's ever loved her. So I I feel like that's that's pretty big. Yeah. That kind of sucks. you and Hari are very mature about this. I'm very much team. Uh, I'm young, so in this, I am ready to throw down. <laughs> That's fair. I do wish Young So would have hit her. Like, not. <laughs> That's not healthy. That's not okay. I want it so bad. I wanted her to have some kind. I do- I don't think it's enough that. I think Hari is right, and you're right, that her uh, the last seven years of her life has been a lie. But I think that it's one thing if she found that out and she had been interested in and loved Minwoo the whole time. But it's the admission that she was never really interested in him. She just didn't want Hari to have him. And then still feeling like she was completely in the right and and then cheating on him and then being grateful i guess that hari didn't say anything about it but then feeling like yeah she had every single right to dox hari online and be like this is who she is this is what she's doing this is who she's dating i'm she's been in love with so and so forever and just so you know this is my boyfriend or was my boyfriend or whatever like just the fact that every step of the way if if she had been genuine in her love for minwoo and then she got dealt this really bad hand where she where minwoo just kind of turned on her and stopped being interested in her the minute hari found someone else that she was in love with that she she has every right to be upset about but the fact that she fabricated this whole life around herself that she was using to i don't know feel better set up props make her life feel worth it and then still doxed hari online is such a problem to me i mean when you're right you're right we have to kill her like you convinced me (laughs) i don't know what to do we have to kill her (laughs) that's the only option oh no you're so good at walking through how things are (laughs) problematic i'm so good at speeches that just fire people up Uh uh-huh no here's why we should (laughs) we should murder this fictional character you cannot let this go listen to me (laughs) i'm like yeah actually you're absolutely right she is a problem and she should have been killed off she should have been hit by a bus but for some reason, she doesn't even have to apologize. She tells yeah. Minwoo, please apologize on my behalf. Like, okay, coward. <laughs> no, he's not going to do that. He doesn't owe you that. Yeah. 
What a joke. What a joke. What a joke. Yeah. No one who did a bad thing in this show ever suffered a consequence. <laughs> Except Young So's dad, sort of. I don't know how bad that consequence was for him, though, because we don't know him at all, other yeah. than the fact that he sucks. Like, he's probably reflecting on it and being like, wow, I miss my daughter, but he doesn't seem emotionally engaged enough to care mostly like she said she was an asset and he's lost that so maybe he'll move past that to also losing his daughter and someday reconnect i don't know but who's to say for now seems like he is absolutely in the no consequences camp where he's like tbh don't really care she's gone that's fine yeah not my not my thing anymore dark sir that's too dark but yeah then we also get is his name dagu um temu's grandpa yes who's like yeah should have had consequences but he escaped them by almost dying i guess (laughs) (sighs) um oh okay before we get fully off that did you like minwoo's ending just on his own just being like i guess i'll leave yeah I felt like that was very in line with the character that they built Minwoo up to be in the first four episodes or so. And then he kind of had more of a part where he started getting weirdly jealous. And that was frustrating to me. And I feel like if they had ended up at this same ending without him kind of ruining the friendship and getting weird that still would have been in line with his character for me. Like say we had all of, we took out all of the jealousy plot. We plucked it out. We cut it out. It's not there anymore. And we just had kind of a weird enigma that is Minwoo at the beginning of the show. And then again, still weird enigma uh, Minwoo at the end of the show says, yeah, I think I'm going to just travel. I'm going to Napoli and then maybe I'll work in a restaurant. Who's to say? I'm going to just, I'm going to sell, sell my life here and I'm going somewhere else and I'll see you in a couple of years. And that, that's so in line. That. That's yeah. fair. That's a good way of putting it because yeah, I was so frustrated with the jealousy storyline, but the ending felt like you said, kind of gave him back that enigma character that we had started with. And I think after the jealousy storyline, in a way, it felt almost lackluster. Where I was like, I wanted more from him. I wanted some sort of big speech, but I appreciated this more. I think it was more consistent with his character. It was more what I needed instead of what I wanted. He yeah. needed to just quietly disappear. And he did that. And good for us. Good for everyone involved. Yeah, probably good for him. Maybe he'll go... Find a beautiful Italian girlfriend to actually pay attention to. Yeah. It's his time. Oh, to be 30. (laughs) (laughs) And successful and rich. Six question marks after everything. (laughs) (laughs) And travel the world. Who is Minwoo? Who <laughs> is Minwoo? I just watched a whole show that he was in and I have no idea, no stats on this man. <laughs> He's a chef, right? That's yeah. it? I think. I think he cooks. Semi-successfully. Um. <laughs> That's it? That's all we know about Minwoo? Okay. <laughs> 
world. Toodaloo, Minwoo. I, yeah. Oh, that's so unsettling. <laughs> How little I know. <laughs> Minwoo might be a serial killer. <laughs> that would be a good spin. <laughs> I hope his next role as an actor is as a serial killer, because that's a fun little like spin-off that you can do in your mind. <laughs> like, oh, it's Minwoo, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's still him <laughs> as himself. Oh, I think that'll be funny. Do we do we wanna talk about okay, so I guess the lead up, like we've said, it's really hard to talk about something without talking about the sixteen scenes that happened before and just very <laughs> smoothly led up to something. I didn't like that Hottie just went fully off the grid after being asked to resign. That felt kind of uncool. Like she needed an hour for sure. Did she <laughs> need a full eight to ten hours? Probably not super okay you have a lot of people in your life that care about you um (laughs) but then we get a really spicy hotel scene raquel it was so spicy that was really good it was i was i was very impressed because i usually don't necessarily need or want spice from my k-dramas it was every time this show gave us spice they gave it in the perfect amount It's a well-spiced show. It's a well-spiced show. This was fun. This was, yeah, not what I expected because, like you said, generally just assume there's going to be no spice, probably not even an an implication of spice. This one had the perfect amount. It was like, you know what happens next, but we'll show you a little bit more than you anticipate. Okay. Well, thank you. I'll take it. I love these two together. Such good chemistry between the leads. It was very good chemistry. I, yes. Yeah, that was very good. I liked. I didn't like, though, the way her parents talked about her the next day. Oh, my God. And even her mom calls it out. She's like, what do you mean that kind of girl? I was that kind of girl. And uh, I don't think less of myself. And then her dad, maybe it's a translation thing. I don't know. In the translation, he repeats the line, well, she's still that kind of girl. (laughs) Did you just say the same thing? Hit it. Hit him. Hit him. (laughs) Why are you hitting? Why are you hitting the other people? Hit him. Hit him for judging. Okay. Your daughter's 30? (laughs) Six question marks? I think someone said that they were 31 at some point. Okay. They're 31. They're fine. They're planning on getting married, which is more than I would ask for from a sexual partner. Like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you're getting the most, mom and dad, so don't worry about their one night together when they've been dating for maybe six months, maybe one month, like (laughs) Sun And then he proposed... After one month? Korea's felt different, I think. (laughs) I think it's different over there because one month, that's Utah stuff. Like, I guess it's not that different in terms of people in my state also get married after one month, but they're usually 18 when they do it. It's like, it's a different vibe. It's way more weirdly ingrained in them. I feel like these 30-year-olds that are capable of having, you know, steamy, spicy nights together. No pressure. You don't have to get married tomorrow. But they get engaged after a month, and then they don't get married for at least a year. So, like, 
They There's just wanted that. the engagement. Yeah. I really thought that that ring was going to be for... I thought it was something Temu had gotten oh, for no. Hari. I was stressed through oh, that whole scene. Because no. I thought he was going to be like, don't worry about that. Don't think about that. That's. But then he was still not going to be able to communicate that it was just a thing for Temu. I thought that they were going to keep playing that storyline. And it was like, you can't do this to them again. You can't do this. It's the second to last episode. Oh my god, that would have been a nightmare. Oh, I, it didn't even occur to me. That would have been horrifying. Yeah. But they didn't, thank they god. Didn't. I'd rather them be <laughs> engaged after one month than it be a thing that Taemu once again threw onto Sunghoon. <laughs> oh, driving a stake between these two. We just got <laughs> them repaired. We're fine. Oh, fair. Um... I think my only last note that's worth mentioning is I loved the scene where four adults play basketball with a group of orphans and they just smoke them. Like they cheat. Of <laughs> They're traveling all the time. It's the one basketball rule that I know. You can't just hold the ball and run. But they and smoke they those kids. They're like, we will not pass <laughs> to a child. The child will not touch this ball. It's like they were only playing against each other. Yeah. With the orphans just running around their legs. Yeah. <laughs> you guys can't play like that at the orphanage. That's not cool. Yeah, give the kids the ball. <laughs> <laughs> it's not supposed to be funny, but it's so funny. <laughs> oh, they wrecked those kids. Absolutely crushed. They're just setting expectation for the real world. Okay. Maybe one of you is going to be a star. We're going to start here by setting you up so you know how hard it's going to be. Okay? <laughs> Everything is hard out there. Good luck. <laughs> Jo Sung-hoon got adopted and he was still a servant for the rest of his life. <laughs> <laughs> it's worth bringing up. <laughs> Oh, no, but yeah. <laughs> to everyone. <laughs> to the children. <sighs> oh, man. And then he got married and he was still a servant. To his wife's business. <laughs> I'm a little oh. bit upset. <laughs> <laughs> Sung Hoon. Oh, justice for Sung Hoon. Okay. <laughs> I worry about him. Give us just worry about one him. more episode. Just <laughs> tell us what's going on with him. Just tell us that he's good and he's doing his own thing, but he completely picked by himself and no one made him do it or asked him to do it. Okay, please. <sighs> That's all my notes. I think I'm done. I think I'm done too. I got everything off of my chest. We went long on this episode. We had so much to talk about. Yeah, I had so many thoughts. It's weird saying goodbye. I don't want to. Let's no. do a bonus episode. Let's do a bonus episode. Next week, we'll do some hot takes. I love that. I actually have, like, so many hot takes that I should have saved the freaking uh, rant about Yura for a hot take. Oh, <laughs> that's like, fair. we've got to kill Yura. You can bring it up again. It's a bonus episode. I only said hot takes because I want the wogi. So. Yeah. Me too. I don't know where to find it, though. Me neither. Why did I move to this country? Yeah, where is they the Dabogi? The they don't want us to have it here. They don't want anything nice for us. Mm -mm. 
I have to go get the grocery store stuff. You can find it. Next week, me and Raquel will be recording from Korea, so look forward to that episode. (laughs) We will accept nothing less than the best. Hot takes. We just record in a restaurant. Just worst (laughs) audio quality. Worst. Terrible audio quality. We take one bite and realize we were not cut out for Korean cuisine. Yeah, we're not strong. They built us (laughs) soft here in the States. Oh, someday. Someday. (laughs) Episode 300. We'll save up our money. Go, Go do it in Korea. Oh, that's that would be amazing. How many episodes do we have until 300? Is that a year from now? Oh, no. It's half a year at most. Okay. Okay. Do you want to go for my birthday? Oh, that? No. (laughs) Yeah. No, I I get it. I also had the same thought. Yeah. Yeah. As soon as I said it, I knew that it wasn't going to (laughs) happen. Two broke bitches. (laughs) So anyway, support us on Patreon. Patreon.com slash playonk. If you want us to go to Korea for Raquel's birthday for our eighth anniversary, those are around the same time. Send us Mm -hmm. to Korea. This is our year. Let's do it. Thank you. We love you. Um, Also, just tell us stuff at playonkpodcast at gmail.com. Or find stuff that we want to tell you at playonk.com. You can support the podcast if you have just like a couple minutes to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to us, that helps other K-Drama podcast listeners find us. And you can always find us on social media, though we hardly ever are active. We are on Instagram at Play on K Podcast, on Twitter or X at Play on K, and on TikTok at Play on K underscore Emily. Yeah, and I think that's it. Did we do it all? We did it out of order. We did it all. Nice. So we will see you next week for our hot takes where we eat probably not tteokbokki. And we can't wait to talk to you more about it. Yeah. See you next week. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. Bye-bye.